On this episode of the Pack It Up Pod, we chat up the bye week with our friend, country music star, Blaine Howard. If you haven't already, hit subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at The Packers Pod and our new website, PackersPodcast.com. Third down and five, Rogers, same side. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Pack It Up Packers podcast. This is Ryan, joined as always by Josh and Dan. Hello, gents. Hi, hi. Back to the bye week special. So we are now, as Packers, uh, one of most likely four teams heading into week six undefeated because at some point Buffalo and Tennessee might play and knock each other off. (laughs) Uh, We went around early in the in the season and said we were floating around 10 and 6, 11 and 5, which was our majority of our predictions. Let's start off here of redoing it. What is the Packers remaining uh, schedule and record look like to you guys now? Josh, do you want to start? Oh, sure. I'll, I'll start first. You know, I, I think I, I think I started with 11 wins on the season. Uh, maybe it was 12, but I think it was right around there. Uh, but yeah, the new pick, I'm going to go with 13 and three. Now I really want to pick 16 and 0. Um, main reason that's our homer. This, I'm not picking it. I'm picking 13 and three, but the main reason behind this is no fans in the stadium watching Rogers get to do whatever he does every game in audible wise with aggressive snap counts, um, it is taking home field advantage away from other teams and putting it in the hand of the smartest player on the field, which is Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I I honestly I don't see how if they continue playing how they are on offense, who's going to stop them? Who's going to keep up? I mean, so I mean, and out of all the quarterbacks that we have left to play, I mean, who are you scared of on on our list to go? I mean, Tom Brady may be coming up nope. um, and maybe Deshaun Watson, but Texans nope. are falling apart. So. Uh, so I, I just don't see, you know, who who could we lose to? And that's the beauty of the National Football League. Yeah, yeah. We're recording this on Sunday night. We just saw the Chiefs go down. Sorry, Blaine. Uh, currently, the Seahawks are down ten nothing. Good teams lose in this league for, for no explainable reason, right? So I'm with you, Josh. I guessed 10 and 6 at the start of the year, and I thought that was going to be a nice year. And I, I think it was just the off season weighing heavily on my mind, thinking we don't, we didn't go get enough playmakers, and we're in a little bit of a flux point right now where playmakers are getting hurt. So there's this question mark of, you know, do we recover and and do we keep winning while they're out? And so far, so good. But let's do a quick run through the schedule, and I would argue I'm. Maybe the most conservative of the fans on the podcast here. I think Ryan and I for sure. It's it's definitely not Josh. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> hey, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> well, let's do a quick rundown. The Buccaneers, they're in Tampa, but I don't think we lose that game. And, and we'll have a breakdown of that. The Texans are one and four. They just won today for the first time. They don't look good. Uh, the Vikings seem to be putting an offense together. But I'd still argue that one's in Green Bay. I argue we're going to win that one. My game of the year, 49ers, 
just looked hideous against Ryan Fitzpatrick. They're so banged up. I I don't know how that game's going to look anymore, but I'm still looking forward to it. So let's just go ahead and say we lose that one because it's San Francisco, and for some reason we don't play well there. Jaguars, I got a chance to watch Minshew today. He's trash. Colts, I've always hated Phillip Rivers. We win that game. Bears, twice. I'm going to say we split with the Bears. They are 4-1. and one. They got a great defense. The offense may be figuring out how to do just enough to win games like 20-17. to 17. And then it's Eagles, Lions, Panthers, and Titans. And sorry, Josh, I don't think the Titans are as good as the 3-0 and record shows. They've barely beaten the Broncos, the Vikings, and the Jaguars. Well, had, had who cares yeah, what to, to think of them now with two weeks off? I mean, who knows? Yeah, hopefully yeah. they don't ruin the NFL season. So th- with that conservative approach, in my head that's conservative. Obviously there's a lot of things that can change. That's 14-2. and two. And, I, man, I'm smiling over here. I'm, I'm pumped for the rest of this year. Yeah, I think I think we drop one in the north, whether it's the Vikings or, or to the Bears. I, I look at that last stretch of we always somehow play down a Lions level – except for this year, I guess. But Panthers, Titans, I feel like there's something fluky in there. And, and and we're due, like we are every season, for this game that is just the worst game of, of all time, whether it's Crosby missing four field goals, whether it's, it's, it's anything in California. We always do this game where we look like we might be the worst team in the league. So, I mean, 13-3, and 14-2, and, and, and I'm just – I know that – the circumstances coming into the season kind of leveled the playing field for a lot of uh, folks, but it's leveling it on the negative side. Like even the good teams aren't that good. I mean, the NFC East is atrocious. You have, you have teams that like Miami that everybody writes off and they still do damage Um, between injuries this year, which seem to be piling up each and every day, Dak going down today with the gruesome injury. It's just, if you can stay healthy, like that's the biggest thing. If you can yeah. stay healthy, you're probably competitive in every single game because uh, it doesn't really matter if you're home or road. Um, it doesn't really matter who you play when. It's all about are you healthy enough to get guys on the field that you trust? And luckily, hopefully knocking on wood, the Packers have gone through their tough time. I mean, yeah. being without Adams, being without Clark, being out without Lazard, I mean, they're not quite where they need to be and yet they're four and oh um and really should have had even bigger wins if we don't play prevent defense if we do little things right so i mean 13 and 3 is is probably a number one seed um just based on how everything is going because the two biggest obstacles we have is seattle who the secondary i I don't know who they picked up because they're they're done and san francisco which (laughs) they're on they're like fifth stringer so I am even, so excited on the San Francisco front that I think the league's going to start to come to my side on the opinion of Jimmy Garoppolo that he is not a good quarterback. <laughs> it's just a, a great offensive scheme. Yeah, I, I just hope that it's one of those things that they lose enough games early that it's just they, they almost push themselves out of that top two spots. Um, mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. But let's look at the league as a whole. And with that, we would like to bring in our good friend. Kansas City Chiefs super fan. You know him from Promise to Love Her and his new single, Keep Me Busy. Mr. Blaine Howard. Hey, Blaine. What's up? What's up? Blaine Howard. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for coming back, Blaine. Thanks for having me back, guys. Feels like we're just in Vegas. 
I know, man. I just I love this podcast so much. I'm not even a Packers fan. I was like, can I be on every week, Josh? I'm texting Josh, when can I be on? When can I be on? So I now that we've we've decided that the Packers are going to the Super Bowl, I want to start here because you, being a diehard Chiefs fan, found your way to Miami last year and then found your way into the stadium picking up a seat. How was that experience? It, just being there, seeing your team in just kind of the most random way possible. It was incredibly like awesome and crazy and insane. It was like every single emotion you could possibly go through the entire experience. Um, just to kind of set it up. It was in Miami. My sister-in-law is in uh, residency down in Fort Lauderdale. So it's like, Hey, I can save $3,000 on a Super Bowl hotel room and not have to do that. So yeah, flew down there, was hoping to buy a ticket before the game. They were way too pricey. So literally found one, a guy selling one like at the Ticketmaster booth area. And I got in like, I think I was walking in through the gate during the national anthem and I got to my seat right when the Chiefs scored that first touchdown in the first quarter, which was a great entrance into the stadium. And I was so far up in the nosebleeds out of however many rows there were in that upper deck section in the far like upper corner. I was the next to last row. I could touch the concrete at the back <laughs> of the stadium, but it did not yeah, matter. Man. It was I had a seat in the stadium, and it was incredible. Um, so you don't have to say the exact price, but was it more like a Nashville mortgage payment or a Milwaukee <laughs> mortgage payment? <laughs> it was. It was. Yeah. I. It could be a couple of mortgage payments. <laughs> where you live. Um, I will say this. I. I will say that I paid more than than uh, face value, but I paid less than they were going for online. So just there you go. Way to go. somewhere. And in it's that, an experience you'll yeah. never get again. So oh, it yeah. absolutely was. And to be honest, I was just thinking about this today. You know, we were down 20 to 10 in the third and fourth quarter, and I'm sitting there and I'm telling myself in my head, like, we can still come back. But if we lose this game, you have to be happy with the fact that you went to a Super Bowl like how many people ever get to go to a Super Bowl or a you know a World Series game or anything like that? So like you have to be at least somewhat happy that you got to go, you got to see your team play in the Super Bowl, and they hadn't been there in 50 years. So that was pretty incredible. And then of course we know what happened. And then they pulled it off. Yeah, two, three jet chip wasp stung <laughs> really, really hard, and Mahomes and company did it from there. And yeah, it was just absolutely insane. I, uh, of course, snuck down close to the field for the trophy ceremony and was only about 15 rows up from the field for that, which was awesome, too. So just an incredible experience. Um, definitely, definitely worth uh, I w- it was worth it what I paid for the ticket. Would I go again? It would depend on the price of the ticket, probably, <laughs> um, and where it was. But just the, it ended up being so convenient for me. Everything fell into place. And I know it was 100 years of the NFL. It was 60 years of the Chiefs. 50 years since they'd been to the Super Bowl. And the Super Bowl actually was Super Bowl 54, which in Roman numerals is L-I-V. Well, Megan and I had a daughter in April named Olivia, and we call her Liv for short. So L-I-V. There you oh, go. Just kind of, uh, you know, yeah. full circle. She's <laughs> fan right there through and through. I had never even, obviously I wouldn't catch on to that, but well done. <laughs> I, it was actually, I, I kind of thought about it, but at the game, I actually bought a little teddy bear that had said Super Bowl L-I-V on. I was like, I've got to buy this teddy bear because we're oh, about nice. to have a baby. And there you go. So well, I, I got the proof in it. Uh, that's fun. I do have that's to warn fun. you, uh, you might have to go to back-to-back Super Bowls because if the Chiefs play the Packers, you got to be our chauffeur. <laughs> 
It's in Tampa, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got a place to stay. We got a place to stay, <laughs> place to stay too. Uh, hey, I, I'm down. You guys pay for my ticket. I'll chauffeur. Oh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so let's actually just go with that. Uh, I I believe I said uh, Chiefs New Orleans, which has definitely taken a turn for the worst. Uh, what is our Super Bowl repicks? I know it's still early and we got a long way to go, but how are we feeling this will all shake out? Man, I, I'm forgetting who I picked. Ravens. Maybe I picked Ravens Saints. But either way, I, I'm really excited. I think the AFC has the Chiefs, the Ravens, and maybe the Bills as really fun teams that could meet in the AFC championship game. And I'd be stoked for either one of those games. I just don't know how uh, Mahomes goes down 14 and doesn't get rattled and somehow loses a game. I I just see the Chiefs coming through, and maybe it's because they did it so much last year. But I see Chiefs, and I'm going to start to become a homer. You look at the NFC, Seahawks are good but vulnerable. The Rams, no, not really. They're 4-1. Bears are 4-1, but they don't have an offense if they got to put up 30 points. I got to pick the Packers. Packers Chiefs. Let's do it. That'd be an awesome (laughs) game. That'd be awesome. I I feel like I'm right there with you just because I hate being a homer, but the AFC scares me. Like, I think there's legitimately uh, a a number of teams that could win the Super Bowl after that out of the AFC. The NFC is just the most inconsistent and the, the, the kind of the negatives of each one of these teams is astounding. Whether it's health related, defense related, offense related, um, it's just kind of scary to know that Seattle is giving up 400 plus yards of just passing a game. Like there's always somebody within the NFC that you look at this glaring red flag. But I mean, if they play it smooth and if they have home field advantage, yeah, maybe it is the Packers. I I, I really think the NFC is going to come down to that. Who gets hot the last five games of the season is who's Mm going to take it because I just don't see anybody really separating themselves that much. You know what's interesting? I, the Seattle defense has this, uh, you know, persona of being really bad this year, right? And and statistically, I don't know what they rank league wide, but points against, they've given up 109, but the Packers have given up 101. We're only eight points away from the Seahawks defense, which rightfully so, we've been thrown under the bus. I would like to think our defense is average and not on the bad side of the league, but points against, I mean, tells a different story. We've scored 10 more yeah. points, but. But but their defense struggles are in the secondary, so it's a little different compared to our weaknesses. Our secondary is sort of covering up our weaknesses um, of the run, and shutting down number one. Yeah, and and our offense is covering up our weaknesses on defense by scoring forty points a game. So it, I don't know. It's it's a it's a little different. Yeah, tough. Blaine, what yeah, what do you got? I'm gonna jump in here. You know, I'm because I'm not a homer. I will say this, and I've told you guys, I told Josh this that I felt like felt this way preseason, but especially after week one or two of this season, um, that there were four teams that I felt like kind of were standing out. And it was the Chiefs and Ravens in the AFC and the Packers and the Seahawks in the NFC. I think you guys are right. I think the Seahawks defense, it kind of reminds me of how the Chiefs looked in 2018, 2019 when they lost to the Patriots. They, they can score with anybody, but when they get into those games, they're going to get into some of those games where they can't stop anyone. And all you really need to do is get one more stop than them. So me, I've you know I've kind of been leaning that way since the get go. I think the Packers are in it. I see them finishing somewhere around thirteen and three, only because and the only reason I'm nixing them a game more than Dan here is because 
we saw today, like with the Chiefs and Raiders game, even though the Chiefs have fans in the stands, and Josh knows that Arrowhead's a big home field thing. I know Lambeau's a big home field advantage when you have fans in the stands. Now, Lambeau has that option of weather, too, where that comes into play. But not having 70,000 screaming fans in the stadium makes it a lot easier to change and make audibles and pick up blitzes and things like that. So there's still a potential there that you you I know you have a slip up somewhere, whatever it may be, which that's what I'm thinking the Chiefs did today, too. But I'm picking the Packers, and I still think the Chiefs can do it. Um, in the AFC, um, the Ravens look like they're struggling offensively. The Bills look pretty good, um, but they've also had a couple of games where they've just kind of squeaked by. So I'm right now leaning towards Chiefs Packers as well. All right, well, I'll round it out here. I, uh, I I'm st- I'm sticking on the Packers train. Uh, oh man, we're setting ourselves up for heartbreak. I, we really are. <laughs> I mean, what have we just done? Um, but no, honestly, what other NFC team can hang right now with that offense? Just and our Russell defense Wilson. is our Russell defense Wilson is good and enough. any other twenty-one players. <laughs> yeah, but our defense is good enough to get one or two stops versus Russell Wilson a game, which Aaron Rodgers will turn into three or seven points. So I'm going Packers. I'm going Packers, and then um, I'm not going with the Titans because they are making me mad, and they haven't played for two weeks, and who knows what the hell they're going to come back looking like. Um, but I am going to go with a team that I said everybody should be on the lookout, the Bills. Um, Josh Allen, wow. Uh, he's actually playing pretty darn good and mm-hmm. having to put up points to win. I he thought is. this defense would hold a lot of the teams down, but they're scoring so much. Uh, the de- I think the defense is getting tired and <laughs> giving up more points. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, I, I think the Bills are – probably the most complete team that I've seen so far through four weeks. There's still a lot of season. A lot of injuries can still happen, but through the four weeks, I think they're the most complete team on the AFC side. Yes. Ravens and chiefs are very impressive, uh, you know, offensive teams and Ravens have an excellent defense and chiefs decent too. But I just think the bills, uh, better complete team overall. The Ravens offense would like to show you that the Chiefs defense is better than it seems. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will say that right now I wish I had money on Josh Allen to win the MVP before the year started because he is quickly rising up Ooh, that list. I because, that's a good payout. I mean, tell me, so say this guy runs for five, six hundred yards and throws for forty five hundred, which he's probably, you know, capable of doing. How's that guy not the MVP? Isn't that what Lamar did last year? Because he's I in mean, Buffalo. True, but you know they win the division and you know make a he, deep a decent run in the playoffs. If he wins the division yeah. and he has those numbers, I mean he's he's going to have his chance. I yeah, think he'd, sure. I think for I think sure. he'd have to do it two years in a row. He'd have his chance and he'd have the ESPN folks saying like, well, mm-hmm. the, you know your wild cards, Josh Allen, but you're going to have Mahomes or Lamar are going to have big numbers. Russell and Rogers are putting up fantastic numbers. If if either one of them continues the trend, they already have the name brand, so they're they're going to win the vote just by like sports journalist votes alone. I would absolutely agree with that. I also want to make a point here. It's weird not having a preseason, so I think we're seeing some of these teams that struggled week you know one or two and stuff like yeah. that. They're starting to figure some stuff out. So I think there's maybe some teams that started zero and two or maybe one and two that are starting to kind of figure some stuff out. They could maybe be a 10 and six team, make the playoffs. And there's some teams that started out two and two, three and one that all of a sudden teams are figuring them out or they've got a few injuries that could easily fall. There's a a lot that can still happen, especially not getting those practice games. And again, as a chiefs fan from last year, as I think I even said on the podcast last year, the chiefs were really banged up all the way through the Titans game. So 
the big thing for the Chiefs was we had zero starting players get injured from what whoever we played after the Titans in week 10 or week 11 after that through the playoffs. Mm. We stayed completely healthy through it all, which is, I think, a hot team who's healthy is how it's going to, you know, probably go in the playoffs. So let again, me give you the, the biggest case in point that that backs up uh, the argument you're making. I totally agree. The Patriots almost every year while Tom Brady was there, we always said, this is the year they're going to stink. They started one and two. They started one and three, but they always got right in that week 10 to week 17 stretch. And then you're like, here they go again. They're going to win it again. You're right. It's so early. We're getting hyped up because we can. And it's it's our bye week. We wish it was week 11 and not four or five, I should say. But some team is going to turn it up at the right time and become a new threat that we didn't see coming. Yeah, I mean, even Minnesota's looked better the past two weeks. They, I mean, we're, you know, Kirk Cousins, yeah. Um, I mean, 49ers, what if that defense starts to get healthy again, even though they're looking like junk right now on offense? Um, and who knows? Maybe the Bears are real. Maybe the Bears are real, boys. I think the Bears are more real than maybe we're thinking. Do I think they're win the division and go to the NFC Championship real? No, because I don't think, I don't know, Nick Foles in the playoffs is a different Nick Foles at the same time, but. He's a lot better than Trubisky at that point. Which Talk about a team that could have double-digit wins without us really predicting it, though. Absolutely. I mean, they're on track. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you just you never know. But I think we're kind of all on that same page. So, Blaine, as always, thanks for coming on. Hopefully we can do a Super Bowl preview with you since obviously we all think that. But, or let, us know, let us know where we can find you. What's What do you have going on? Anything good you got to share? Well, first of all, let me just say that I do hope that Super Bowl matchup comes to fruition because Josh and I had a blast at Arrowhead last year. So I would love to be able to celebrate and do all that with yeah, you guys. Yeah, Chiefs fans are fun to party with, boys. We we had a good time. Plus, I know how much fun we had in Vegas for the playoffs last year when you guys literally thought I was going to get thrown out of MGM for breaking <laughs> something when the Chiefs went down 24 nothing. So <laughs> we know how crazy things can get. Um, but yeah, BlaineHoward.com for any information. Um Promised to love her just past 70 million streams recently. Um, yep, getting a we're seeing a big uptick on Spotify with that, which has been great. I put out Keep Me Busy during the uh, kind of COVID quarantine back in April to literally keep people busy during the COVID. Um, so go check that out as well. All that's on you know Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, all those places. And I've had new music ready since February, which I've not, which I have not been able to put out. Um, due to all the coronavirus stuff. I've got a brand new EP ready to go. So looking forward to that releasing. Hopefully a single. It's good in, stuff too, boys. Very good stuff. Hopefully a single in January and then the full EP a few months later, uh, March or April. So that's what I've got going on. And hopefully we get back to playing some live shows in the somewhat near future. Damn, amen. Yep. Yeah. Well, I but appreciate yeah. it. Thank you guys for having me on. Like I said, if you just guys want, you know, someone to come on and bullshit and fill five, ten minutes of the podcast every week, I'm happy to join. The weekly Chiefs Insider? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, that'll do it for this episode. We will catch everybody at the end of the week as we talk about Tampa Bay. Thanks, everybody. Go Pack Go. Just let it remind us of the time it all fell right Girl, keep me busy Girl, keep me busy tonight